Hello there and welcome to TWP Live, our podcast here from The Wedding Party. Um, the Wedding Party is your online wedding planning platform and we love it. Um, so I have, I actually have one of the most dear people to my heart in the in the podcast studio with me today. Yay. I have the gorgeous Emma from Event Cheshire. Um, she's, my, she's my soul sister. Um, we just get it, don't we? We do. We just work we well do. together. Um, and the reason I wanted to bring Emma into the studio today is because she is, um, quite simply put, the most um, spectacular floral architect. Oh, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> no emotional crying um, here. Yes, absolutely. We've, well, do you know, we had a moment yesterday where we all had a little bit of a weep. Um, but you know, it's it, it, the most the most accomplished new business, and actually, you won an award for this. Didn't we you? did, we so, did. Do you want to tell me a little bit about the award? So we actually won the. It was the County Brides, uh, the the new business award. It wasn't was it? new business of the year award, and that was last year. Mm-hmm. We've since been putting for it. Well, we've been nominated again. We're hoping this year we would obviously like venue stylist and artificial florist mm-hmm. this year. So we're fingers crossed because we can't really have new business of the year again. <laughs> We'd have that as oh, well. We'll, we'll go for all three if we can. <laughs> we're, we're always a bit greedy when it comes to awards, but yeah, we did really really proud proud moment so um. uh, it was actually a very proud moment for me as your friend as well yay yeah I, I couldn't attend on the night but actually I was being kept up to date by text message <laughs> literally by the minute and it was the last award of the night wasn't it was, it? So it was, it like, was. and I was adamant that we'd not want anything by that mm-hmm. point and had a proper bottom lip moment <laughs> <laughs> but it was okay in the end it was all okay so I want to talk to you a little bit about how you came to set up Event Cheshire. Okay. So Event Cheshire was formed basically actually while I was on maternity leave. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a working mum. I'm sure a lot of people will relate to this. Uh, newborn baby, wondering how I was going to go back a to... A beautiful newborn baby, oh, I might thank add. You. They call me Auntie Rara. Auntie Rara, <laughs> she is. She's our Auntie Rara. Yeah, just basically wondering how I would manage to kind of juggle two little boys, one with additional needs one newborn baby and actually go back to um, working for the council mm-hmm. um, world. in the corporate mm-hmm. world and wondering how I was going to juggle it all. So I originally decided, it was a friend who'd said to me, do you know what, you love parties, you love arranging events, you love organising, you love prettiness. Why don't you think about doing becoming a party supplier, you know, setting up? And originally we actually thought we'd go down the route of children. Mm-hmm. We genuinely thought that we would be in some of the local community centres organising children's parties, organising christenings, much, much smaller affairs than what Mm -hmm. we ended up doing. Um, So we set up, bumped into the most wonderful lady on my (laughs) travels of finding supplies to to stock my party business, who who then became known as Auntie Rara. Mm -hmm. And she really helped shape and guide my journey. Mm -hmm. And it literally set off at 90 miles an hour but with the giant collision of a pandemic mm-hmm. <laughs> that, yep. we, that went. Yep. That had it, was us, about, it was about three months in, wasn't it? It was. It, we, we ground to a grinding halt when Boris kindly said, no, no more weddings, no more events, no more parties. Mm-hmm. Um, so really, from then, um, the floral architecture 
side of the business was actually born um, mm-hmm. because it became then a much more realistic um, way for us to be able to use our skills and actually still deliver something that we were passionate about delivering. And skillful they are. Oh, Very skillful. Um, I think I think for me, one of the things that stands out um, about Event Cheshire's work is um, you have a great team around yes, you. Okay. They're all gorgeous. They're, they uh, but what I love about it is their young talent. Yes, they're all really hungry, really passionate and, and committed to de- delivering something that's fresh, innovative. Um, it's just really nice because we're not a company. A lot of companies out there will set up and they basically import a lot of products and they recycle products time and time again through various different weddings um, you know, and through various different events. And we were always keen that actually for my own sanity because I couldn't be somebody who went and just delivered the same product. Who wants to plop and drop product. Exactly. <laughs> I <laughs> wanted, it, but it's right, it's isn't true. it? It's true. I wanted to be something different. I wanted to put out there my take on mm-hmm. what was fresh, what was fashionable, what was new. I wanted my clients to be able to come to me and say that they'd seen something, they had a vision, something that was important to them, something that celebrated their love story, their own uniqueness, and for us to be able to create it. Mm-hmm. So literally everything that we create is handmade, hand bespoke, based on what our clients have seen, their vision for the day. And it's all about as you always say, Rachel, it is all about you. Mm-hmm. So. Absolutely, absolutely, and that's why um, a lot of the work that you'll see on our on our uh, on our web website is uh, is actually Emma's work. Um, she's amazingly talented as a floral floral architect. So that kind of that kind of development into a floral architect, because when you started, it wasn't really where you thought you were going to go, but that kind of um, development of learning learning the skill that you need to be able to um, to deliver such large because because I'm always go large or go home definitely mm. definitely fulsome is a word we underline Cheshire mm-hmm. <laughs> fulsome everything's fulsome whimsical definitely <laughs> definitely and we do love go big or go home mm-hmm. tell me about the wedding that you did at Peckforton Castle this weekend other castles are available by the way. <laughs> but perhaps not as nice (laughs) but yeah we did oh it was just beautiful absolutely beautiful we had the gorgeous clients who I clicked with straight away lovely lovely guy and girl who were getting married um local doctor in the area she basically said to me she wanted to create something that was absolutely spectacular Mm -hmm. she used the word fulsome (laughs) <laughs> we, were, we were bonded straight away she had you at hell she did she did indeed um so actually from speaking to emily um over probably a period of i would say probably about 12 months mm-hmm. we actually worked together to create a vision for the day mm-hmm. and the vision for the day for emily um involved loads an abundance of red roses burgundy roses vintage pinks oh, it dreamy. was beautiful and actually one of the things that i would say about the castle that we were talking about their color scheme within the venue is very much red and i think actually one of the things i would always recommend to any clients is actually work to the strength of the building so actually use your designs 
around what's already in place. Don't try and fight against it, work with it. So actually the colours for Emily and Mike's wedding went beautifully. Mm -hmm. And actually we wanted to create, most castles obviously are built of stone. So it can be quite a cold area. Mm -hmm. Um, And what we wanted to do, we wanted to inject lots of warmth, lots of passion, romance, that whimsical feel. And we did that by incorporating... There's the word whimsical. Whimsical. (laughs) And we did that with the whimsical. Yeah. um, By bringing in wisteria trees, Mm -hmm. an abundance of candles, floating candles everywhere. We created um, a spectacular archway. It was absolutely stunning. Everybody I've, commented. I've literally, I've followed this particular castle, Peckverton, for a long <laughs> time um, because they are in our area. They are one of the, you know, one of the leading, the, yeah, they? absolutely, one of the leading wedding venues. And um, I have never seen at the archway look more spectacular. It was out of this, literally. In fact, I text Emma the second I saw it. I texted her and went, she did. "Wow." She did. Wow. And that awesome. is such, is what what was a really lovely moment actually, and we don't always get that with every client, is that actually they took the time, having gone and done their photos, they came back through, um, and Emily literally wrapped her arms around me and said she couldn't thank me enough. We'd literally nailed the brief. She couldn't believe it. Um, it was a tremendous task for us to be able to do because the archway itself was over nine metres of floral work. We then did the balcony mezzanine at the top, mm-hmm. which I think was, again, around about 11 metres. Mm-hmm. Um, and a big top table floral, which was six metres, plus obviously bouquets and all the different things for the table centrepieces. And at every single flower was hand-placed, every single flower. Um, and do you know what? I, I just have the best job. I have the best job in the world. because I get to I am. And I get to bring. And she is magic. I love that. I literally just put my wand away now. <laughs> Sit on the stool. No, it's it's genuinely lovely. I mean, how lucky am I? I get to be one part of the most precious day on people's lives, the most special day of their lives. And two, you know, when when you see something in your mind and you want that to be brought to life, to be able to do that for somebody, to mm-hmm. really understand what it is they're looking for and to be able to really see their wedding day through their eyes that's a real privilege to be able to do that so yeah I'm really really blessed really happy with what I do well talent deserves success my darling um so your favorite tell me what your favorite thing to make for a wedding is because actually the other thing I want to talk about beyond this is I want to talk about the products that you use but Within those products, what's your favourite thing to make? I actually think, and this sounds really... It's not buttonholes, is it? It's not buttonholes, no. (laughs) Buttonholes and myself have a little bit of a love-hate relationship. (laughs) So they're very fiddly. They take a a massive amount of time. um, And we do fall out very often (laughs) along the way. Um, But actually, I think probably my favorite thing to make is actually probably the bride's bouquet yeah and I know that that sounds given some of the scale of things that we do create like the arches and balconies and uh, you know lots and lots of big scale event florals architect um, events given that they you know it's a much smaller piece I actually feel that that guides the whole styling for the day so Mm. what I usually will do is I'll usually start on bridesmaids bouquets 
bride's bouquet buttonholes <laughs> and then that really does form yeah. the look of the day for us mm. and that starts the creation in, in its motion really it's such a personal thing as well isn't it because yeah. when you use um artificial flowers silk flowers and sometimes people can turn their nose up at silk flowers but they don't know the product no, <laughs> no. we definitely don't go cheap on, on projects that's one of the things that we do we invest a lot of money into the flowers that we mm-hmm. use one because our reputation's based on it and two actually because we want quality products that are going to last mm-hmm. um so that yeah mm-hmm. i think now i think there has been a, a turn i think the tide has started shifting do you know what honestly if you'd have said to me five six years ago i would have even contemplated artificial florals i would have probably scoffed at you but oh, I'm gonna sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> oh no it's gone you see i it away that's all right <laughs> Carry on. but now the products are significantly improved and i think mm-hmm. people are actually realizing financial wise you know that the, some of the looks that you can achieve um, when using artificial florals, one are spectacular, but two for your budgets, so much kinder on your budget. Mm-hmm. So much. I mean, if we were to look at obviously the castle wedding that we've just done, you know that that in fresh flowers would have leapt into double figures, mm-hmm. leapt into double figures and mm-hmm. beyond. Mm-hmm. Um, and for something like that with artificial, it's much more affordable mm-hmm. for you to be able to create big spectacular looks mm-hmm. and be kind to your purse. What would you what would you say your average price is? Do you reckon it's about two and a half, three thousand? Yeah, round about there. We don't have a minimum spend, Brilliant. which is nice because actually we, we we don't want to be somebody that would turn somebody away. Mm-hmm. Um, we genuinely believe that everybody deserves to be able to have a beautiful day, and if you've got a budget for a thousand pound, we'll create you something within that within that field for your budget. So we don't have a minimum, but yeah, on average, we would say that people would spend with us between two and a half to three. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think as well I think that I, I love the fact that your favorite thing to make is the bridal bouquet because using artificial floristry you don't get to keep things from the day no do you so no. but the bouquets are yours they are we find that um I think in this industry I don't know if, if your business is the same but we find that people like to keep their bouquets if they're artificial or take them to you know the, the the place of rest of a loved one who couldn't be yes, there which is or... really nice i mean with with uh, you know i'm a very romantic person obviously a very nostalgic person i love to have keepsakes i like to have memories around anything with a name on of yeah. their child or personalized children. if it's personalized <laughs> email me I'll, i'm buying i'm definitely buying no i do and i am that person i think a lot of people are like that i like to feel like i've got a part of the memory with me um so definitely for wedding days i feel that artificial one it doesn't mean that you're having to then pay for an additional service for somebody to dry the florals and press them if they were fresh but actually you can just take your bouquet home display it in a vase it's a lovely little memory each time you walk past your kitchen table you sat in your lounge you know you remember the day and you know people are we we love to be reminded and especially for your wedding day the amount of money that you do spend mm-hmm. it is one of the quickest days of your life over in a flash mm-hmm. and when all is said and done all you will have is one your photos from the day your videography your memories and anything keepsake that you've been able to keep that's tangible that you yeah. can look at absolutely absolutely and it's so important um 
What's your favourite bouquet you've ever made and why? I think I know the answer to this do one. Yeah. Go I on do. then, let's hear it. I think it's the rainbow one. I did enjoy that. Yeah. I actually, I I have my own favourite kind of styles of weddings that I create that are personal to me, that's my own personal style. Mm-hmm. And every now and then we get a bride who comes up with something that's extremely out there, different. And we love that because it just gives us the opportunity for all our talent and skills and ideas to get buzzing and to get ignited and we had a lovely bride who actually um for very sentimental reasons wanted to incorporate rainbow theme into her day and baby's breath so it was really really um special really to be able to bring that to life for her um and so yeah rainbow colors were everywhere throughout the venue literally in her bouquet throughout the venue through the staircase it was beautiful and it was really really special to be part of that for her yeah i thought that might be your favorite one i i I couldn't quite i I was trying to think you know obviously you're doing prep for these things and you're thinking about what you're going to talk about and what you're going to say but i was trying to think about the my favorite job that you've done and i think we had um we had one that you did just before Christmas. That was my favourite. When, when I read it? the questions, <laughs> when I read the questions, I was like, mm, favourite. It's really hard because actually we always laugh. We genuinely, literally, after every event, we always say, this was my favourite one. Oh my God, <laughs> this was my favourite one. Whilst we're hiding somewhere, because we do that, we hide on your wedding day. <laughs> We watch you get married. Stalkers. Yeah, we are stalkers. <laughs> but for ourselves, we've been part of this build-up for, you know, in some cases, two years, watching and chatting with yourselves and creating it. So actually, we do feel a little bit like Cinderella when we get sent home. <laughs> we don't get to go to the ball. So sometimes we do stay and, and, and watch you. And we are, we love that. We cry. We, we, we get emotional. And it's lovely to be part of the day. But when you asked me what was my favourite and I really had to think about it it was we did just before Christmas we did a winter wonderland wedding Mm -hmm. and it was very magical it Mm -hmm. was crisp clean it was like Narnia it was that moment of going through the wardrobe and onto the other side. Everything was glistening. There was snow, frosting. We had swans. It's all about the swans, it's baby. It absolutely <laughs> is about the swans. So we had lots of swans. We had stags. Um, it was just really beautiful. And it was really nice to get a bride who actually embraced the time of year that she was getting married and really wanted to incorporate that into her day. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and I think being a floral architect, don't be frightened. What One of the, the top tips that I would give for couples, brides, grooms, marriers who want to work with a floral architect is don't be afraid to ask the questions. Ask for the advice. Yeah. The idea is that you go to somebody because they are an expert. Absolute expert. So when you're talking about a winter wedding... You can you can ask your floral architect, can't you, to get like the tell me about what you feel I should do yeah. in this venue because you've noticed that you I mentioned you mentioned before about the carpet in the castle being red yes and rolling with that is so important yeah. I mean this one was at uh, Colshaw Hall wasn't it, it was at Colshaw other halls are available <laughs> um, but not necessarily as pretty <laughs> <laughs> um, but 
that's quite a, a blank canvas, isn't it? It is. It's quite neutral. It's quite so. modern, quite a modern venue, really. Lots of crystal chandeliers, um, very kind of minimal space, really, mm. which is great for, for ourselves because when we have got a blank canvas, it does mean that pretty much any styling works within that venue. Um, and that is something that, you know, unless you walk into um, a venue and you fall in love with its features that are there, if you are somebody that's got a very unique style, you need to really look for a venue that is going to be able to incorporate that. So mm-hmm. something with, um, you know, very blank canvas for you to be able to work on is ideal for yourself on mm-hmm. that. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, Colshaw for, for um, Stacey's wedding was just spectacular. And actually the whole team, we actually didn't feel like we worked on that day. We do work very hard and they're very, very long hours we do. Um, but actually at that time of year to create this gorgeous winter Narnia was just beautiful. I think one of the things that always stands out for me when uh, in the past I've been talking with brides, grooms and marriers is a lot of people think they can do it themselves. Yeah. Talk me through why not. Okay. <laughs> so I do this for a living. I'm not yet married. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll talk Put about Put a ring later. on it, Dave. Put <laughs> yeah. a ring on it. Eight years, just saying. Eight years, um... two children. <laughs> just saying. Yeah. Yeah, time is time is wearing thin. TikTok, um, TikTok, TikTok. Not that I'm bitter about it by by any means in the job <laughs> that I do, you know. But I do this job for a living. I am more than capable of being able to do it on my wedding day. Would I? No, mm-hmm. absolutely not. the The reality is, in, and people aren't aware of that. The reality is, is that actually, if you wanted to do this on your wedding day, you either need access to the venue the night before, which never happens, which is rare, especially in some of the really popular venues. Mm-hmm. They will have back to back bookings, mm-hmm. um, so you'll really, really struggle for access. Um, so the reality is, is that you need to be there then at six o'clock in the morning. You're putting out. Um, you know, tableware, glassware. It is a very dirty. I thought it was going to be very glamorous when I started. Oh, I genuinely did you think thought... you'd bring that magic wand in and just go sprinkle. I did. I was waiting for Disney animals to arrive. I'm like, <laughs> come on, guys, let's get this sorted. Yeah. <laughs> the reality is not walking around and scattering petals at a leisurely pace. Um, it is very fast paced. You are very conscious with regards to timings of guests arriving other suppliers you're working around um it is a very dirty grimy job at the end of the day and personally um I, I just wouldn't want to this is your one special day why do you want to be working on mm-hmm. your special day I, I mean you sh- to me you should be upstairs with the guys with the girls with your friends with whoever you want to spend your morning with getting mm-hmm. ready enjoying your time mm-hmm. um because then at the end of the night Who's putting it all away? Exactly. At midnight or one o'clock, guaranteed the venue will expect everything to be out of the room. Mm -hmm. And I just think to myself, if you've waited eight years for your day <laughs> you definitely definitely do not want to be putting everything away <laughs> you won't listen to this anyway i'll play it too many still wouldn't listen <laughs> you won't hear anything <laughs> i'm gonna write it in like across the sky over <laughs> the top of house. <laughs> Love it. come on dave <laughs> um yeah i i absolutely agree because it's such a stressful thing to yeah. do if you, I don't want to say don't know what you're doing because I think people can create some beautiful stuff themselves. Yeah. But why would you want to do it on the day where you should be sat upstairs, like you said, with your 
best girl or boys or, yeah. um, you know, whoever you're going to be with on that special day. Yeah. You should be sat upstairs, like, having a glass of fizz or, you know, just Ex Benedict. Exactly. Mm. Enjoying scoffing. That's just made me hungry. <laughs> um, so one of, the, one of the questions that always stands out for me is, what is the actual process of working with a floral, floral architect? So say someone wants to work with Event Cheshire. How do they do it? So basically, we would ask that you contact us mm -hmm. either via the website through facebook through instagram and usually then we will send you my whatsapp telephone number um, i like for you to be able to send me across any images any inspo that you've seen that's caught your eye and then basically we just arrange a telephone call to have a chat with yourself much like today um, talking about ideas, budget, looking at dates for you. Um, and that basically starts the process. Mm -hmm. So from there, um, we try and kind of draw out a rough idea of what your requirements are. So how many tables you've got, how many's on the top table, um, any, any particular specifications that you've got, if there's a particular flower you want involved, um, any of those finer details. And then from that, we would send over a quote to you. Mm -hmm. based on your personal requirements and your budget and your um, needs for the day, basically. From then, we would ask that you pay a 25% deposit. Mm -hmm. That deposit then is non-refundable. It secures your date for you and it secures any further work that we do with yourselves. Mm -hmm. However, the actual invoice, the quote itself, anything can change on that. So mm -hmm. You literally, if your table numbers go up, they go down, you need to add products and remove products, you change your mind, your colour scheme, that's absolutely fine. We just roll with that. We try and be as flexible as possible. Mm -hmm. We only then ask for full payment 28 days before your event. And at that point, obviously, we've purchased products, we've started making and creating mm -hmm. your dream day. Mm -hmm. um, in the meantime, brides will tell you and grooms and clients that we work with uh, will tell you that they spend much of their time sending me lots and lots of inspo photos which I love because actually the one thing that I do say is the more info the more imagery you send me the more I can build up how it looks in your mind see I I, I love this process right it's such a it's such a really well organized way to do things because what you then get is the expertise of the person. So hundreds and hundreds of weddings worth of experience that you get to help you create that dream look. Because when you see a picture on Pinterest, yeah. right? Pinterest is fabulous for getting inspo, right? Yeah. But we all know it's got a filter on it. Yes. And we all know that it's been taken in a controlled, stylized shoot setting. There are very few real... Um, products on there yeah. so so actually to have to work with somebody and know what you want to achieve um having having freelanced for emma as a, a as, yeah. you know as a floral uh, as a floral architect myself what i loved and i've seen this happen on many occasion is when a bride or groom or marrier has walked into the room and you capture that reaction on their face yeah I absolutely to me that is one of the most rewarding it is moments uh, for, for for what we do as planners it um, absolutely is it's just such a nice thing to be part of isn't it mm. um so um we've talked a little bit about finances um and 
I mean, I I know that you can spend thousands and thousands and thousands of pounds on flowers, but with you working with silk and artificial, we know that that's going to keep the costs down a yeah. little bit. Um, is there other like add-ons that you can do? So, for example, do you do gifts for mums or um, gifts for bridesmaids yeah. when you actually get so that they get to take something away with them? We do, and actually, one of the things that we try and do, obviously, we've mentioned budgets before, and we we try and work within that. One of the things that I would recommend to to anybody that's especially looking at using ourselves is to think about key pieces for your day mm-hmm. and how those key pieces can be reused, relocated and moved into different areas mm-hmm. um, so for example if you wanted to have an arch it's great to have an arch at the end of the aisle then why not relocate that to mm-hmm. behind the top table yes great idea you know and then in, even in the evening then it will double up as a, f- a photography backdrop for you um, so I think it's it's about being clever with budgets and we'll always try and advise you on the best way to do that but yeah we love nothing more than to actually create for guests and family members um you know part for them to be able to take home part of that day so um you know we've done hat boxes in the past for people we've actually created um handbag florals for mothers of grooms who who in the past have wanted to be able to feel that they were connected to the day mm-hmm. um we've created hair clips all kinds of, um floral ones you name it the list yeah. goes on if it's got petals we can create it. <laughs> so yeah, absolutely. Bouquets, mm. anything like that, gifts for family members. Mm. It just I think it's really important that one, you always remember to be thankful for the people that are there that have helped you get to where you, you wanted to on that day and you know, that have been special to you in your life. And I think it's a nice way to just say thank you, to mm. involve them in the day as well. Mm. And it's it's something to keep. It's something to keep afterwards that actually you associate it with a memory and that's that's part of the beautiful thing about what we do in working in the wedding industry i think is that we create magic and memories absolutely and some of us are better at creating the magic than (laughs) others so i'm looking across the room at her because she is absolutely awesome and there is um uh, in fact i was saying to producer cray before um, uh, before you came along today to record this, I said that if I was the big guys in the area, I'd be quaking in oh, my boots watching the you. watching everything that's coming out. It really is absolutely spectacular, um, and we will put a link um, in the in the blurb at the bottom so that you can actually contact Emma directly at Event Cheshire if there's something that 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 she said today that you think. Do you know what? I really want to work with her. Yeah, I. I, you know, we we carefully vet and check our suppliers. Yeah, absolutely. To know that what we're recommending is the right solution for our bridegrooms and marriages, because it's so important to understand about professional relationship. Um, you, you you'll know yourself, Rach, that um, certainly over last year, we have had to bail out and help couples who have been in really distressed states, who've ended up with suppliers who have been. Um, less professional than they should have been um, mm-hmm. people that have been involved and, and been sadly taken in by scams mm-hmm. um, you know and that's heartbreaking because you know we all know that you know a wedding day is one of the most expensive days mm-hmm. of your life it takes a significant amount of saving mm-hmm. um, and to end up in a state you know after investing in your day not receiving anything mm-hmm. um, that's just heartbreaking so we have over the last certainly over the last 12 months had to kind of pick up 
um, and support clients mm. to, to achieve what they wanted to do. So, so it is really, really important that you do vet who you're working with. How do you think you can vet them? Do you do it? Do you do it sort of like based on their socials? Do you do it? Yeah, based I on think reviews? it's a mix, isn't it? I mean, uh, scammers, unfortunately, these days get cleverer and cleverer, and it's harder and harder to, to try and suss people out. But I think, really, word of mouth, mm-hmm. we have a great reputation. I'm really lucky that, you know, a lot of the brides and clients. Uh, when she says lucky, she means talented, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> we are, though. We, we, we end up very good. Um, friends almost with clients that we've worked with. Haven't you got a client that's coming to work with you? I have. <laughs> I have. That speaks yeah. volumes. <laughs> yeah, really I have, yes. Um, so we are lucky. We do build up great relations. And I think actually, um, you know, whilst it's it doesn't eradicate the risk entirely, but I think it's well worth exploring local people in the area, chatting mm-hmm. to other people in the area, looking and doing a little bit of research, finding out who's used the services, reading the comments on, on you know, the photos, on the imagery, mm-hmm. um, because you can guarantee that brides will and, and grooms and marriers will be extremely proud to see their day being advertised. And if they have, you know, put a little like or a little comment, there's yeah. no harm in you reaching out to somebody and saying... You know, I'm thinking of using this company. Yeah. What What do you think of Absolutely. them? Absolutely, we would we would endorse that. Yeah, I think I think the great thing about a reputable company is they will uh, they'll not only endorse that, but they'll encourage it. Yeah, speak to our people, speak Absolutely. to the people who've you know who've worked with us, and you will find that they've all been happy. Yeah. Yeah. And even even the venues, your venues should be able to to give you recommendations. I think um, it's it's always worth looking at the recommendations that venues will put in place. Obviously, you know, with regards to some of the venues, they will be promoting people that they work with frequently. Um, I'm not saying that you should only work with those people mm-hmm. because there are so many talented companies out there. But definitely, it's worth chatting to. And even if they're not on the preferred supplier list. They, they may be in and out of the venue all the time. We personally, I personally don't at this moment, we're not on any preferred suppliers list. And the reason mm-hmm. for that is, is that actually we like, we like the flexibility. We like to go out to different mm-hmm. um, venues and to work with our clients across the, the various different venues in the area. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you won't particularly find ourselves at the moment with a preferred supplier. That doesn't mean we're not reputable. It just means that actually we work across the region. It's a big, a bigger field that mm-hmm. we work in. Mm-hmm. Now this is, I suppose this is a bit of a, a bit of a curveball question for me. Ooh. Right. Um, budget, finances, the cash, the moolah, the money. Um, show <laughs> me the <laughs> um, What would you say to a couple that says to you, well, I don't have a budget? We hear that. Do you know, I must be told that time and time again, week after week after week. Um, if you genuinely don't have a budget if it's not something you've thought about one you need to get back on the app and look at your budget because Rachel's app website it will be guiding you will Uh be telling you that actually you do have a budget Uh um and that you're not using her service correctly um so firstly go back and look if you haven't used that service why not because Uh you're silly it's important it is important it's It's there for a reason it will save you money Uh um but yeah you you do have a budget everybody has a budget Uh it's it's 
it's castles in the sky to say you don't have a budget Mm -hmm. we all have a budget we all have something that we have to work within um and i think realistically in a to be able to get the best from your day you need to be one not paying for this for the rest of your life agreed and putting yourself under a massive amount of pressure and stress but two you need to have a good understanding of actually what's important to you on the day and where Mm -hmm. you want to spend that cash Mm -hmm. so you know countless times we will hear from clients who have underestimated all of the different sections Mm -hmm. as to what what costs so go out at the start of your journey go out find out what prices are going to be and work out where you need to invest your money do you love the question when when people say well i don't know what these things cost do you love that question yeah because (laughs) because actually that's where we come in and actually I will always get, I will always get an email that says, can you, can you quote me for 10 tables, uh, one top table and a neon sign and something else? Well, I, I can't quote you on that because actually I don't know what I'm quoting on. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that you need to be kind of really clear on or it'll let us guide you on is actually what, what is important to you and how does it look? Mm-hmm. And then we can quote you. We, we, we don't have a minimum. Mm-hmm expenditure with ourselves we're quite happy to work with clients Mm -hmm. but I think in order for us to get the best out of each other's services I think the best way is being open being honest sticking to your budget you know don't let it's very easy to get caught up and windswept into oh I must have that I must have that I must need that if you do and you do want it and it's something then you're gonna have to cut back on somewhere else Mm -hmm. I think it's really important to be clear use the wedding party app use your budget and then we'll help you i think the thing is as well i think a lot of couples when they're approaching wedding suppliers they don't want to ask the the, the question what does that cost yeah so i think what we want to do is we want to make sure that you hear from as many suppliers as possible that they actually want you to ask that question yeah absolutely because we don't as as, as wedding planners we do not want to send out a quote of things that can't be had exactly. because it's a bit like um calorie counting and watching cake yeah very very true we don't want to give them something no. in a quote that um, that isn't achievable or that isn't doable so what i find that is great about your process particularly is that you will guide them to the instagrammable pieces yes because if you have those instagrammable yeah. pieces they're just kind of um, but I think in terms of the quote process, it has quite a big impact on it, doesn't it? Yes, definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. We do have, um, you know, for, for clients who really have not got an idea and they're really struggling, they can't, you know, ascertain what style they like. We we have something which I call it's not a very um, well, it's quite an uncouth name really, but it's a pick and mix list. Love the pick and mix list. And it's it's basically a list of items that are most popular items um, that we get asked for time and time again. Um, and so, those are personalizable as well. They, they are everything. Everything that we do is so it will say, for example, a moon arch, mm-hmm. and that moon arch basically can be any kind of moon arch anything that you've seen on Instagram but it gives you a rough starting figure Mm -hmm. and I think for clients it's really important for them to be able to look at some of the prices work out actually well you know for example if we have got 10 tables and I do want to have five 
blossom trees on the tables actually let's have those down the aisle first let's Mm -hmm. relocate them then let's go for some low level centerpieces because actually they're slightly cheaper and also gives that variance in height you know breaks up the room looks really pretty but actually it gives you then the flexibility to be able to really be in control of your finances Mm -hmm. look at what the projects are look at what the prices are Mm -hmm. and be able to guide yourselves into what's affordable for your bit for you for your day well i mean i think that is the perfect place to bring this to a close it's been absolutely gorgeous to have you with us i had the biggest cuddle outside of the podcast studio that i've ever had because i haven't seen her for a few weeks and it was gorgeous to catch up it was um so anybody who does want to get in touch with emma from event cheshire we've got her link in the in the blur we love we love a good bit of bump um uh, so we have got her uh, information in the blurb so you can get in touch and you can speak with the best of the best and but for this podcast This is me, Rachel, signing off and saying thanks very much for listening. Take care.